Ladies and gentlemen, hailing from Long Island, New York, the best wrestling podcast in the world, Joseph Crush, Nikki Noodles, Bad News Canali, and Nick Jersey, the Wrestling Journal Podcast. Yes, this is indeed the Wrestling Journal Podcast brought to you by WrestleBuzz. I am your host, and J3 the Professional. I'm here with the boys, the usual suspects, the inglorious bastards. Nikki Noodles, <laughs> good morning to you, my friend. Good morning, fellas. Bud, in the morning. I, I see you Up got the the sleeves, sleeves on today, so I know when it comes to the way you dress is the way the weather is. So with that being said, <laughs> yeah, I know it was a little, a little chilly out there. I got yeah. out there wet. Was, wasn't yeah. cool today. <laughs> I know, man. Not cool at all. Tommy, bad news. How you doing this day? Hey, good. Little little rainy out there. We're doing good. A little rainy, but you know what? The rain, sun, sleet, snow, shine does not take. You know, does not do nothing to us. You know, we are here every weekend giving you what we do, which is talk wrestling. This mm-hmm. is episode 97. I say it every week, wow. man. We're almost at that. We're almost at that century mark. It is an accomplishment in my opinion. So episode 97 of the Wrestling Journal podcast. We have social media. We want you to like them, follow them. Where can you find us? On Twitter at WrestleBuzz with three Zs. On Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at WrestleBuzz. You can find us anywhere where you can download podcasts, and you can also ask your smart speaker to play the latest episode of the Wrestling Journal podcast. Um, As we always ask, if you can please leave us a five-star review on Apple or Spotify, it really helps us out with the algorithm. We always appreciate it. We have to harp on it every week because not everyone gets listened every week. So sometimes we have new listeners. So we just want to always bring this up to everybody. Just please, if you could, all we ask for, it's free. Just help us out. Help us help you help us. our giveaway was announced. I did drop the hints on last episode. Um, it was actually posted on Instagram. So to go over the WrestleMania giveaway rules. So it's one entry per follower. And what you have to do is you have to follow WrestleBuzz on Instagram. You have to like the post. You have to tag a friend in the comments. So that's one entry. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? Let's add another entry. Okay. To add another entry, you have to share on your story. Your Mount Rush, your WWE Mount Rushmore. This is WrestleMania season. This is a WrestleMania giveaway. So we are focused on WWE. So just, you know, give us your Mount Rushmore. That's an additional uh, entry. So that's two entries. You know what, Nick? I know you're not a gambling man, but I am. So let's add another additional possibility for an entry. If you screenshot giving us a five-star rating on either Apple or Spotify, you get an additional entry. We know that some people that listen on, you know, listen to us, you know, podcasting don't uh, have Instagram or social media. And if you don't, we want you to be able to still participate and be able to kind of get your chance to win the prize. So all you have to do is screenshot, giving us a five-star review, DM it to us, or actually, I guess, well, uh, yeah, I guess you could DM it, but well, whatever the case is, I know some people don't like to follow everything all the time. I get it. People like to have specific ratios of follows and followers. But if you do that, you send it to us, you'll get, um, you'll be given an entry. Um, so that could be potentials for three entries. And again, the prize is a one year subscription to Peacock. Nick will be paying for your Peacock subscription for a year. <laughs> Listen, he doesn't I'm go ready. to the 
he doesn't go to the bank the often. Checkbook is ready. He doesn't go to the bank often. All right, he shops at the discount store. No, no, that guy spends money. Let's let's be honest. Um, and if you have Peacock, we understand that, right? Many wrestling fans do. So with that, we're also gonna we can also give you um, an order of equal value to WWE shop. So your choice to win. So everyone, good luck. Like, share, post, screenshot, whatever you got to do. Um, let's do it. Speaking of, let's do it, Joey. Talk, talk to the people about the sponsors. What's going on, everybody? Joseph Crush here with your sponsors for the episode 97 of the Wrestling Journal Podcast. Uh, first up, you have Nerd Focus Energy Drink, the greatest energy drink in the world, just like Mike Rome introduces us as the best wrestling podcast in the world. Uh, this one helps you out mentally, physically, uh, gets you by through the day. It helps us record this podcast. It helps us watch the hours on hours of wrestling we watch every week to get prepared for this podcast. Uh, and it'll help you out, too. If you want to help us out, uh, drink nerd with us. Uh, use the link in our link tree. Go to that link. It's labeled nice and pretty for you. And at checkout, we'll help you out and use code ND20 for 20% off. So that's code ND20 for 20% off. Use the link in our link tree for nerd focus and drink nerd with us. Paper Champion Fantasy Wrestling done right. ThePaperChampion.com. Shout out to Eric James, our boy, personal close friend. Uh, this league is unlike any other, if there's any other out there. Uh, fantasy sports meets pro wrestling, the perfect combination uh, for for a fan of both or just even a fan of pro wrestling. It's a, it's a lot of fun. Uh, there's a, a great website that you follow along with. You draft a faction. You use that faction for the the timetable of the season and throughout that season you can add and drop or turn heel on on these faction members if they're not living up to your standards um you have a certain amount of heel turns that you use throughout the year you earn heel turns uh through pay-per-view uh, uh pay-per-view wins um and, and correct score sheets and uh it's a lot of fun uh, i wouldn't recommend it if i didn't think so this is our fifth or sixth season. I can't remember off the top of my head, but our fifth season in this league, in this in this uh, fantasy uh, league. And I'm telling you right now, it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, if you want to check it out, season ends. This current season ends after WrestleMania, and signups will be available. ThePaperChampion.com. Fantasy wrestling done right. And finally, ProWrestlingTees.com/slash/WrestleBuzz. Buy the shirt, support the brand. Uh, it, it's it's a great looking shirt uh, at a premium with a premium quality and a premium price. Uh, but it's the way to support us at, at its fullest. Uh, so check it out, prowrestlingtees.com/slash/wrestlebuzz, and uh, rep the brand. Um, and as always, guys, uh, enjoy the show. The boys got a good one for you this week. I'll be back soon. Don't don't you worry about it. But uh, MJ3, take it away. All right, Joey, it's great to hear from you. As always, we do miss you on the show. Nick, maybe not as much, but Tommy and I do. Um, I know Nick will have a verbal lashing for you when you come back because this hiatus you have done, this is uh, this is something Nick's not even done. And if he hasn't done it, no, no one's done this. No, no one's, one's kind of done this. So all jokes aside, we do miss you. We appreciate you. Thanks for talking to the sponsors, uh, talking about our sponsors, and we'll see you in two episodes, two or three episodes. So... <laughs> Boys, we had a lot of wrestling this week. Um, Revolution, mm-hmm. what a pay per view! Now, I know, I know, we went to our predictions last last week, but.
But predicting the show is one thing. Actually seeing the show take shape and take place is another. Um, you know, a lot went on. You know, more debuts, as always. <laughs> um, hell of a matches, hell of a night. Uh, I guess, Tommy, overall, you know, how was the show for you? Anything that stuck out to you that was like a, oh, my God, moment? Or, you know, maybe you were let down by a moment. You know, what? how did you feel watching Revolution last week? Oh, overall, really enjoyed it. You know, all the matches, I thought, lived up to the hype. You know, the dog collar match between Punk and MJF was great. I enjoyed the I enjoyed the main event a lot, you know, Hangman and uh, Adam Cole. But the thing really stuck out to me was after the uh, Moxley Danielson match, seeing William Regal pop up. That was wow. I didn't like seeing that man. I mean that that guy basically ran NXT for Triple H for so many years, and then unfortunately, you know, he got cut as so many others the last couple of years of WWE. But to see him pop up and you know, kind of like get them on the same page is very cool to see. So good to see him back on TV. Nothing but respect for that man, for everything he's done for the wrestling business. I think he said for, what, 30-plus years or so he's been in it. So, oh, always liked him when he was Lord Steven Regal in WCW. Then he was, you know, a man's man, whatever, in WWF when they gave him that stupid gimmick. But whatever, the guy always did his job and nothing but respect for him. So that was pretty cool to see. No, that was really cool. And, Nick, I know you're a Regal fan, so I definitely want to get your take on this before I get your reactions to Revolution. But Regal, you know, and and – is, is it it might be honestly and you guys may think i'm crazy but it might be the biggest get they've gotten oh, so far mm-hmm. as a company yeah, from and a, the, from especially if it's a lot heavily involved from a behind the scenes standpoint absolutely and you, yeah. and you know it will be yeah totally and you, and you know it will be and that's exactly my point nick and i definitely want to hear you elaborate on it further but you know <laughs> getting someone like regal who has that mind for wrestling right Oof. and who's very who's very understands you know yesterday's wrestling today's wrestling the future of wrestling he has like this vision, he's like a he's like a wrestling savant uh, when it comes to just talent evaluation, match building, um, character development. Like he really is the total package. Like this could be the best get yet for AEW and could be another step into the future. They do the right thing with him. And to be quite honest, Tony Khan's not afraid of spending money. So it's not about a money thing. Clearly, he's ready to invest. He is the Steve Cohen of professional wrestling at this point, if you want to think about it. Um, you know, so with that being said, Nick, I know you're a real guy. And I know this one. I know that obviously you plant your flag in the WWE camp, which is fair. But someone like Regal, that's got to at least give you that. You know what? Not a bad move. I mean, it's a great move from a, you know, from a uh, evaluation standpoint, from a product standpoint. Right. I mean, this isn't just a short term quick fix here. This could be a very long term operation here that could really take shape over the next few years and even further in that in the future. Right. I mean, Regal's the type of guy that could leave a blueprint that can change the foundation of how you do things from a wrestling standpoint. Um, so that is a, a monster get. I'm very excited to see him. I always loved his work. Um, his work in NXT was just the pinnacle to me of, of storytelling and in wrestling and to do something in such a, sh- a short amount of time with a short sample size regal was able to you know really heighten the wrestlers that like a lot of people didn't buy into but love all over the world now so it's uh yeah that was a really really shocking move and uh one that uh you know could have major implications as we move forward in the future wrestling yeah and in this and in this uh you know back and forth tit for tat um you know a war game if you really want to call it War games, oh, <laughs> you know. Um, I mean, he's like he's like the modern day Gorilla Monsoon, right? If you want to say it. Um, so just really, really interesting. Get, I was very surprised. You had to think that someone like Regals couldn't stay on the sideline for too long. Let's be quite honest. He's a nah, he's got shipper. so much to offer the offer the business, and yeah. you know what? Like, 
you know, why not at the end of the day, right? I mean, you want, obviously it's, you know, you always want to have make a living and make money, but Regal takes a lot of pride in, in what he's able to do for wrestlers and for the business. And to see that continue on in any capacity is, is outstanding. I couldn't agree more with you. Well said. And since we're on that topic of uh, Nick kind of giving his uh, feedback, Revolution, um, Nick, anything that stood out to you? I know Regal was a big moment, obviously, for all of us. But anything yeah, that stood sure. out to you on the show? I mean, it was a big card. Yeah, it was, you had three It was, three it was a big card. It was a long card. It was a long <laughs> yeah. card. Yeah. Um, it was, you know, listen, it was very strong from top to bottom, right? There was a couple surprises. I, I thought uh, – you know, there was looked like there was a lot of locks, locks of the night early on. You know what I mean? When we were going through our predictions last week and some of them, some of them took some quick surprises on me. Yeah. Um, but for me, the, the two biggest moments uh, clearly is old man Sting. My goodness oh, gracious. Yeah. <laughs> doing what he's still doing at oh, age yeah. and the risk taker. I mean, what a thrill it was to him and for all of us to see that. And a guy that, you know, oh, is for his whole career has put his body on the line for the business. Uh, you got to yeah. respect that. Um, and then, of course, Without further ado, the official arrival of Wardlow is here yes. and upon us now. Yes. And that is very exciting news in, in the wrestling business. Finally. Listen, well said, Nick. Well said. And absolutely, I agree. The card really was lengthy. I mean, this is almost like it, it felt like if you thought if you took the buy in plus the main card, it was WrestleMania for them. Right? It's it was almost five hours almost. It's yeah, there. pretty it's, much. It's yeah, there. absolutely. Yeah. I, I mean, I was going to say that, you know, but uh, yeah, it was, it was definitely a long card. Um, and you know, it was exciting. It was good wrestling. It was really good wrestling. I mean, listen, Jade retained, which we kind of thought, you yeah. know, Tay was her probably biggest, uh, competition yet. Um, where they go with Jade is a real question mark to me. I know that I think her next match would be 30 and Oh, but if you look at the landscape of the women in AEW, it's almost like who would be next for her, right? Because she's kind of went through a lot. I mean, I guess you can kind of visit Serena D, but Serena D is a heel. Maybe yeah. you can visit, uh, you know, um, Oh gosh, uh, she just came back this week. Um, oh my God! Wow, lost my train of thought. Uh, Hikaru Shida. Wow, took me a second. Mm. Um, you know, Shida just came back. Maybe Shida could be someone for Jade. But like, you know, you got to be careful with Jade, right? You you built her up slowly, and then now she's the champion. Um, you got to make sure that you give her meaningful fuse going forward. Otherwise, the the title is just a prop. So definitely be but careful. They also got to start making some long, longer feuds, though, Jerry. You know yes. what I'm saying? Like, well, that's these what I mean. one-off matches sure. is really hurting it because she's going to run through everybody. Yeah. And to be honest, I don't see her losing anytime soon. I don't want her to lose anytime soon. Yeah. Um, you know, she she's that she's that cross between Goldberg and the ninth wonder <laughs> of the world, China. So you might as well make Jade the tenth wonder of the world because she's an absolute beast. Yeah. Listen, well said. I and I'm with you. I think, and, and I think that's a really great point. The next match that she has has to be a legitimate feud. And not yeah. like a, just dynamite to rampage, then dynamite again. Like, I want to see a legitimate feud that goes through a couple of weeks because she needs that for her character. Um, she looks the part. She acts the part. She talks no the part. Question. She's working to wrestle the part. She's getting there. Yeah. But yeah, I think, she's got some, some cool yeah, moves she needs, for sure. But. She needs moments because that match, and I actually have the, the times in front of me, it was only six minutes and 50 seconds. Someone like Tay Conti, who's been... You know, I, I mean, obviously she's newer to the game, but she can definitely wrestle a good 10, 12 minute, 15 minute match. She has in the past. No question. Um, you know, you know that she, you know, she can only wrestle to, you know, how much she could. So I want to see a little bit more from Jade, hopefully going forward. Um, you know, just a little concerned though with, with Jerry, sorry to interject with, with Jade though. It's like, I'm a little concerned because there's not a lot for her to really work with as far as like a believability standpoint, really. Right. At the same time. And that's like, kind of makes me a little nervous with that because she's going to run through everybody and what's left. 
that's 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 the problem. Really, uh, they yeah. have to maybe slow. They, they her, haven't built anyone else down other than bit. Baker. Really, <laughs> yeah. that's what I mean. Because you know, and at the end of the day, Britt probably it's, if you're asking me from a leadership center, Britt's the only one that has a shot at beating her, especially with with you know with the help she has all the time. Other yeah. than that, you know, there's no clean, clean, clear person that could actually believably beat her clean. And that's yeah. a little scary. And speaking of Britt Baker, um, so you know, Nick, this may not be popular to you in this in this point I'm going to make, but I'm I'm doing it from like a, a booking standpoint. I mean, I thought the match itself was enjoyable, but the amount of interference was almost yeah. was cringeworthy yeah. to me. It's too much. It's too much. Yeah. yeah. Like it's taken away from her, like what made her unique at the same time. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. And and to be honest, this would have been the time to put the title on Thunder Rosa. If you were going to put the title on her, this was the time because we didn't we went into it thinking maybe it could happen, possibly could happen. Could Thunder Rosa get over all the quote unquote roadblocks in her way? Um and she didn't, but now they're going to run it back this week on Dynamite because Thunder Rosa beat Layla Hirsch to be the next in line again to challenge Britt Baker. Now the match is in a steel cage, and it's in Thunder Rosa's home. So I, think maybe it's I don't, I don't like the fact that they're almost telling us that Thunder Rosa is going to walk yeah. out champion yeah. because it takes yeah. away from what the point of of title matches are. Is yeah. does the challenger have a chance to actually beat the champion? If you were going to do this, <laughs> you should have had Thunder Rosa go over Britt Baker at the pay-per-view yeah. and, and give and give Britt a, a minute to breathe. This girl has been running it. She has not taken a break. She was literally hurt, and she was on every mm-hmm. episode doing what she did. She may need a little bit of a break, a recharge. This would have been the time. So I, yeah. I, I, I love Britt Baker. This is not a shot at her. This is clearly just a booking standpoint of believability. If you were going to do this, you give her the title at Revolution. That's mm-hmm. it. I so, think the only reason why it's Jersey, though, in my opinion, is that they had this way go this way is because I don't think Britt hasn't had a lot of success against Thunder Rosa, right? So this was like one of the only ways to like kind of get her that win over her. Yeah, but then you run it back so quick. That's where that's no, where, for, for yeah, sure. But I think where, they just wanted to even yeah. up the score a little bit so they eventually, when it does come back again down the line, because it's going to because you know the roster is kind of thin in the female department. Um, I think they just wanted to even up the score a little bit so Baker has some type of ammunition against Thunder Rosa because it's been a little one-sided in the, in the win-loss column. It has been. It has been. Um, and, and I get that, right? Because, you, you know, technically for a counting standpoint, that lights-out match didn't count as a loss, yeah. right? It was a loss, but it didn't count as a loss. So I hear what you're saying, and, and you're right. You wanted to give Britt a win over Thunder Rosa. But then I wish that they would have maybe postponed I don't know, maybe this rematch again where Thunder's going to get the title because it just 10 days after the pay-per-view just feels just too soon to me. But yeah, yeah. I know I, I agree because it's a pay-per-view quality match right, right. at that stage of the game. Exactly. But let's see. And even if she does get the title, Thunder deserves it. I mean, she's been working her ass off and Britt deserves a break, for God's sake. She's been carrying the women. Yeah, unless, unless, unless Britt's hurt more than we think, you know, right. or is there something going on where she, you know, it's kind of had to speed up the process to kind of get the title off of her so she can go away. Maybe. Yeah. One way or another, but we will find out this week on Dynamite in San Antonio. Um, other matches on the card. I thought Eddie Kingston really showed up for me. Um, cool. I like Eddie. I don't look at him as like a wrestling, you know, technician. Um, he's a brawler. He brawl, uh, he's yeah, a, brawl. he's a big mouth guy, but he's a wrestling really, lifer. Wrestling yeah, yeah. really is. Yeah. But he so you really, appreciate that. Really, really made me appreciate what he did. Um, and War and Wardlow. I mean, what yeah. can you say more about Wardlow? He's here. He's arrived. It's great. We need him. We've been on Warlow's train. Joey's been on Warlow's train for a long time. I hate to say it. I mean, he he kills careers, but 
Joey, Joey most, does both love his, his trains crash, home. unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully this one doesn't. Joey, Joey's trains don't even leave the station, to be quite honest. But <laughs> hey, you know, what are you what are you gonna do? But all in all, I thought Revolution Always on was, delay. was good. Yeah. Um, I thought Revolution was a great show, uh, a lot of good moments. Um Swerve Strickland debuted over there, and he also debuted in, in his wrestling in a wrestling match on Rampage, which we'll get to in a minute. Um, but all in all, good show, top to bottom. Definitely enjoyed it. Uh, mm-hmm. Boys. So with Revolution now in the books, with um, with Hangman retaining, who's next? Who's next mm-hmm. for Hangman Page? I have an idea. I wonder if you guys do. Tommy, who's next for uh, for the Cowboy, in your opinion? I mean... If he, excuse me, if he's done with Punk, I would say at this point maybe MJF throw him in the title picture. I mean, you know, I, really, I love, okay, yeah, I like to see. Him. I mean, I like, I don't know what they're gonna do with him. Maybe he takes a little time off after you know that match or whatever. I mean, because I don't think he was on, he wasn't on Dynamite this week. I don't think, right? Uh, CM, CM Punk, no, Punk, oh, MJF, um, MJF, yeah. no. No, yeah, he was okay. dynamite. Maybe, no, yeah, no. so maybe you know he goes away, recharges for a little bit, whatever, and then comes. He's like, "Hey, I was in a hell of a war with CM Punk. I deserve, you know, basically be like the type of heel that he is, or whatever, you know." Because I think him and Warlow was down the line for a little bit because I think Warlow obviously is going for the the TNT title or whatever and next week or whatever. So I don't know. I just I I love to see MJF in the title pitch. It's been. I mean, the guy's done everything you've asked. You know, he's doing this feud, that feud, and I love to see him get interjected into a title picture right now. Okay. I mean, I was thinking the reverse, to be quite honest, Tommy. I was thinking CM Punk because I think the feud with Wardlow and MJF is actually going to be one that's going to take a little bit of time, right? So um, I'm thinking that CM Punk may be the next person for Hangman Page, to be quite honest. But, hey, we will see. Anything's um, possible there. Anything is possible. Nick, we had a debut on Dynamite, a name that we've known for many, many years. And I've seen you throw up this, the uh, the signs you've worn, the parachute pants. You have the cutout, I guess, the, the fishnet shirt. I've seen you wear it before. Um, it's not something that I like to see, but I know you have it. Jeff Hardy is all elite, Nick. <laughs> Jeff Hardy is back. Now, I know you don't like Matt. I get it. I get it. But <laughs> Jeff, though, Jeff is different. He may, be, he may have the same blood in his veins, but he's different. So... What do you think about Jeff Hardy debuting on all uh, on Dynamite? And you know, is it? Are you happy to see it? I mean, I guess so. I mean, it's just you know, I've always loved Jeff Hardy. I mean, I think we all have, right? I mean, we yeah. always respected the career, but it's really just hard to kind of get behind them because of all the sh- you know the life issues that he's had and the shenanigans. You know, he's kind of get, you know gets in trouble or he has some type of setback, and you know, you want to cheer and pull for the guy, and I always will, yeah. but like you always wonder like how long is it going to last. You know, how long, how long can he finally get it together? And, um, you know, he has probably a little bit left in the tank, I would think. Right. I mean, he's still pretty athletic. Um, but again, it, it really didn't do too much for me because it was expected. There was no real surprise there. We all saw this coming for a while. Um, and this was probably going to be the way he was going to finish his career anyway, particularly yeah. with his brother over there. Yeah. I think like one final run of the Hardys will probably be exactly what you're going to get. You might see them one more title of- run, quick, quick yeah. title run or something. Right. Maybe another 12 to 18 months or something like that. I agree with you. Um, I like seeing Jeff Hardy. I just, again, I'm a big person of, of closing chapters, right? He came back to WWE. He had a really good second run, but I feel like he, they didn't close the chapter. One thing that WWE does to me a lot is they just leave things like, leave you hanging I, I, know you, I know you can't have a storybook. I know you can't drive off into the sunset. I get that. This is professional wrestling and sports entertainment. I get that. But when he just disappears, I hate to just the, the disappear. I like yeah. write him off in some capacity. So I'm happy that the best 
version of Jeff Hardy is 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 the Hardy Boys or the Hardy Bros or just the Hardys. I think they're just referring to them as the Hardys now in AEW. Um, um, that's the best version of Jeff Hardy we've seen. Um, and I think this is the best Matt, right? Because Matt version 1.0, 2.0, HFO bullshit, it's garbage. Absolute yeah. garbage. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> if you're going to give me nostalgic, give me the Hardys. Exactly. Let's enjoy Let's enjoy the tag. Right? Let's have, let's have some, yeah. yeah, let's let's have a couple cool fuse with the Young Bucks, FTR, you know, Sting and Darby. And, and then let's kind of go from there. Because Sting, last time Sting saw Jeff Hardy in a, in a ring, it was very awkward. Jeff Hardy was really messed up and Sting was pissed off. So yeah. it was funny to watch Sting's reaction to Jeff Hardy kind of coming to the ring. He was almost like very like, all right, I see you. I see you. Um, speaking of seeing you, um, Nick, I'll stay with you for a second. First of all, Paige Van Zant, all elite. Okay. All elite. He's all elite in every way possible. EVZ, all elite. But Tommy, we do have a new. TNT champion, the undefeated hasn't been beaten in over a year. Scorpio Sky, uh, Tommy. I guess you know I'm a big fan of Scorpio Sky. I like him a lot. I'm, I'm I think he's fantastic in the ring. I think he's well deserving of this title run. Um, you happy to see Scorpio Sky dethrone Sammy Sick Guevara? Athlete. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the guy, like you said, he's been undefeated for the past year, or whatever. But just to finally get some gold on him was very cool to see, and you know, bring some legitimacy to the uh, American Top Team. Like I always, I thought him as a joke, but you know, with Lambert always, you know, yapping and stuff, they're like, eh, I don't think you take him serious. But now they finally got some gold there, so that was cool to see. And you know, good for him. The guy's been in wrestling for so long, and for him to finally get a title in AEW was very cool to see. So good for him. And. I mean, he's going against Warlow, I think, this week. So, you know, I mean, unless something crazy happens, it might be a short reign, but well, hopefully it is. But we'll see, you know. Well, it'll probably be what? M- MJF will probably cross Warlow the I match. I would say so, yeah. Warlow probably, yeah. MJF the match. This way you protect Scorpio. You don't make Warlow look soft, and they kind of yeah. just kind of go from there. I get you. Yeah. Yeah, you know this booking thing. We, we know how it works. <laughs> but what we will see probably coming out into the future, if that is the case, is it looks like we're going to see a little bit of like a intergender tag match potentially being set up of Scorpio Sky and Paige Van Zandt taking on Sammy Guevara and Tay Conti because cool. Tay, was, Tay was around the ring during mm-hmm. that title match a lot. And she got, you know, face to face with Paige. Paige got physical. Um, and it looks like um, we might be setting up for that because I know what, obviously with Brandy and Cody not being around. Um, Paige was going to probably feud with Brandy, but I'm okay with it. I'd rather her feed with Tay. That, that's, fine. Yeah. that's fine with me. One-on-one intergender. No problem. Give me it. I'm all for it. <laughs> um, we got news this week. Vader going to be inducted into the WWE hall of fame along with the undertaker. Um, that's cool, man. That's cool. I, I, I think Vader definitely deserves his spot. He is, he was very iconic in, in his own right through the years. He's done a lot. I remember him on Boy Meets World. Uh, I remember him in the ring. You know, yeah. like it's cool to see kind of Vader, you know, be inducted into the Hall of Fame. So that's really cool. But there is a rumor, Nick, of uh, a Sid Vicious, Psycho Sid. Psycho Sid. Now, I know you're a big Sid Vicious guy. You always have been. Um, it's a rumor right now, possibility. So, Sid Vicious, Hall of Fame, maybe? Yeah. I mean, I, I would hope so at this point. I mean, he, he, he was one of those, you know, first few real athletic freak big guys. Right. And, and he was a champion on multiple occasions. Um, you know, they weren't crazy long run, but during the pinnacle of that era, I mean, you know, you saw him take down some of the biggest names in wrestling. Right. So it's 
you know, and they kind of show it when, you know, really brutal injury there in a WCW and never really kind of game came back to it. But, you know, in his, in his short, uh, his short run, you know, he's definitely hall of fame worthy career in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Sid gave us a lot of moments. He had the look, the field, he had everything. He literally, he was, he was perfect in terms of like being built as a, at the time of being the big guy, strong, powerful, <laughs> believable. He really had it all. To be honest. He was, he was, to me, he was like, you know, the, the prelude to the, you know, the Kevin Nash's, the Scott Halls, the, the Wardlow's of today. I yeah. Mean, you know, he was one of those first guys. So, I mean, you got to pay homage to that stuff. No, for sure. So, you know, um, I would be perfectly fine if Sid got into the Hall of Fame. It's being rumored right now at the moment. But, um, you know, some of these rumors do come to fruition. So we will see um, what goes on with that. But um, kind of moving forward with wrestling this week, we had a a three way for the Raw Tag Team Championships. Alpha Academy, Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens and RK Bro. Um, Tommy, five star mm-hmm. match, right? Absolutely. Oh, six star, six star right there. Six star, Dave Meltzer, yeah. one star match. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking asshole. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, Tommy, RK Bro are your new tag team champions. Should they have ever lost it? Uh, I mean, I would say yeah, because you know, it kind of put Alpha Academy like made them like a legit, you know, threat to them. Like as before they won it, I felt like they were not they were joke, but you know, he had Otis or so the muscle, but yeah, Gable just running his mouth and everything. We knew we could wrestle. And everything, but you know, I thought you know maybe he, they just do him like, all right, let's give him a chance with the tiles, see what they run. I, I thought they did great with it. I mean, the whole, I mean, the whole academic ball thing. I thought that was funny. They did, and all the matches they had were very good. So, for, for I think they had for like what a month or so, and you know, give it back to the RK bro. You kind of figured that was going to happen going into Mania because obviously they didn't have a match going into that into Monday night, but now obviously they do being the champs. But no, I I really think that. They had uh, Alpha Academy definitely should have had a run with it, but man, what a match that was! I mean, when Gable did the flip and right into the RKO, I mean, oh man, you, it's fucking you unbelievable! Can't, you can't do any better than that. I mean, just awesome. And you know, and KO and Seth together, they little tag team they had for a little bit. They had some pretty good moves too, but overall, awesome match. I really enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, I mean, I can, I'm always down for a really cool RKO. I mean, some of the some of the best ones, you know, we've seen. I mean, when we saw WrestleMania, where Seth was going to stomp Randy, yeah, how he how he elevated him with his neck to catch him perfectly in an RKO probably is the best RKO I've ever seen. But this one was, I mean, dude, a backflip into an RKO and he timed it perfect. Like, Uh, that's fucking cool. Yeah, the way he hit all those all those so cleanly every single time is just amazing. Especially with the the Rollins one, they said they practiced it over and over again and couldn't land it, couldn't land it, never could do it. And then when it was showtime, man, they hit it fucking perfect, man. That's special stuff. Oh, you do, Nick. You know when the lights are bright, man, the moment is big. Yeah, you, you got to rise to the occasion. You know, Absolutely. There's, there's no Julius Randles around here, you know? No, no. <laughs> only, only, yeah, definitely no Julius Randles. That's for damn sure. I don't want him anywhere near me, but that's, that's another that's another conversation for another day. My next day, break my heart. Um, so RK Bros path to WrestleMania is now clear. They are the champions, so that's really cool. Tommy, I do agree. I think Alpha Academy had a fun run. Um, yeah, I think sometimes you get lost with making sure your champions have these really good, um, like legitimate runs, but you need to always be careful of creating comp. You got to make sure you're, you know, you create competition, right? At the end of the day, and credibility and credibility. You have to be able to create credibility. So at the end of the day, I do agree with you. I think having them as transitional champs, even though it was a short period of time was good. 
because it's kind of given us this version of Chad Gable, probably the best Chad Gable. Absolutely. He's seen. great. Yeah. I mean, he's charismatic. He's funny yeah. as a heal. The shoosh thing is, is oh. great. I love, Shorty G. love it. <laughs> and, and, and the Shorty G comment, that was really good. That was, <laughs> that was great. It's funny. In there. And, you know, and, and, and getting Otis back to being Otis again, right? Where mm-hmm. he's, okay, he's not the funny Otis, but he's also not the, I don't speak Otis. He's like that bulldozer. Um, so I, I do like it. I think it was great. I'm happy to see RK bro with the champs again. I'm mean, with the titles again as champs. So, uh, good to see that going forward. So we'll see what their path is going to be for WrestleMania, but someone's path for WrestleMania was, was made official mm-hmm. on Tuesday. So after all these weeks of Kevin Owen, just talking shit, I mean, just, <laughs> I mean, God, I mean, listen, I can put down Texas all day, man, Dallas stadium, Arlington, blow that shit off. That's just garbage. No one in it, of course, being safe. Um, <laughs> You know, Jerry Jones could trip down us, you know, first, you know, down some stairs. I'm cool with that too. Um, <laughs> but Kevin Owens, man, just talking crap. It was about time. Like we were waiting for it. When you go ahead, say his name. Yeah. Drop yeah. It. The rattlesnake. He <laughs> invites Stone Cold Steve Austin to join him on the Kevin Owens show. And um, I think it'll be really cool because you know it's going to get physical. So, Pretty much what I'm saying is Kevin Owens challenged Stone Cold to appear at WrestleMania. The following day, Stone Cold cut a very Stone Cold-esque promo, driving down driving down the road, getting out of his vehicle, calling him a dumb son of a bitch. <laughs> I mean, literally, I practice that 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 uh, that promo in the mirror when I think about Nick. Like, when I'm, like, ready to, like, let, I'm like, Nick, you dumb son of a bitch. <laughs> so it was just really great just to see um, how – you know, Stone Cold, you know, from a promo standpoint, man, you just hang on every word. So he accepted it. He said, we can call it a match, a fight, an interview, whatever you want. I'm going to be there. I'm going to whoop your ass. So, uh, I mean, this is definitely going to be for both. Do you want to hear it? Nick, I'll start with you. I know we had a little fun back and forth. We always have like nice little banter. It's like that brother banter in the group chat. <laughs> Stone Cold is coming to WrestleMania. Now, yeah. it won't be in a match, a legitimate bell-to-bell match capacity, but there will be some physicality. There will be some really good lines dropped. It'll be great to see Stone Cold, you know, hit a stunner, crack some beers, get physical a little bit, maybe take a couple of shots from KO. You know, you never know. Maybe. Um, so now that this is official, you're happy to get the rattlesnake back on WrestleMania? Of course, absolutely. I mean, there's anytime you get any any type of Stone Cold in any any capacity, you're jacked up, you're excited. Um, I have a feeling it's going to be a little bit more than just a little confrontation, though. I, I just I just yeah. don't see him just doing it for no reason, right? I mean, I, I feel like he loves Kevin Owens. He believes in Kevin Owens. And I don't think he would do this just to, I mean, how many times have we seen him come in, drop someone with a stunner and drink beer? We've seen it a hundred times. But here with WrestleMania here, the biggest show in his home state, mm-hmm. one last time, I just feel like you're going to get a little bit more than we've ex- we were going to expect, my personal opinion. And I couldn't be more excited about the thought of it, mm-hmm. to be honest. Okay. Okay, I mean, listen, those he hasn't gone for 19 years. 19 years is a long time to, no to question. wipe, no wipe question. the dust off. I mean, listen, you take a weekend off and and you're hobbling when you walk. <laughs> Hamstrings and, and calves. Oh, and tight, my but. God. I've never seen someone with with a worse lower body than you. I mean, you know, you're, it's you're too, in it's the too big. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Tommy, I mean, uh-huh. and, and Nick, I hear you, man. I, you know. I think it might be tough to see Stone Cold go bell to bell for like five, 10 minutes, for maybe sure. something you never know, but hopefully whatever they do, it's, it's well-planned and surprise Stone Cold. Would I, not- I feel like you, 
he would Come not in. do anything to jeopardize himself, Never. his legacy, or anything yeah. else like that. Absolutely. So if he's going to do something, he's committing to it. And I and I trust I trust his judgment more than anybody else on the planet, especially with all he's been through in his career. I couldn't agree with it. If Stone Cold's involved in it, he ain't doing nothing if he ain't on board. So I'm one hundred percent more. Yep. Uh, Tommy, yeah, the Rattlesnake, Texas, wow. WrestleMania, perfect. perfect. Can't wait. One, one Can't word, wait, perfect. Like you said, nineteen years. You know, I've been. I I know they've been trying to get him out to do something for that time, but I guess finally, like uh, Nick said, you know, they. He, I believe he believes in Kevin Owens. He likes Kevin Owens. So to do something like this would be so cool to see. And, you know, like, we cut that promo, man. I got jacked up. I was like, oh, oh so good. Oh, uh, man. I think he was on like him, Roar, man. Yeah, I know. I've like, seen him <laughs> the last few years. He's been like that. He hasn't been like that. This was like, oh, my God. It was like a throwback to the Austin 316 era, you know, where he's calling people out and all that. It was just so good. I mean, it was our childhood right there. It was so cool to see. It and, really was. It was just, I can't wait. I mean, he, like, I hope he gets some- to embarrass himself, which is going to be, you know, awesome. But I, th- I think they might have like a little five minute match or whatever. Maybe he hits him with a bunch of stunners, you know, and, you know, he stomps a mud hole in him, you know, like, yeah, he's going to beat the piss out of him. That's really exactly what it's going to be. So, so it's going to be a lot of fun. And I, I mean, that place is going to go. They hear that music, glass break. That place is going to go nuts in Jerry World. The roof might come off. Who the hell knows? But it's going to be so much fun. I cannot wait. I know wherever but- I am, I'll be standing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you will be. <laughs> yes, you will be, and uh, and hopefully, you know, you know, when the when the roof gets blown off of uh, Jerry's world, Jerry falls down somewhere. You know, breaks his head. <laughs> he's, um, got, he's got issues of his own, as you saw this week. So we'll yes, he does. Good. Good. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Wrong show. I know. I'm sorry. I keep yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on the side. My bad. Um. So KO's path to to WrestleMania is very clear now. Seth Rollins' path, on the other hand, mm-hmm. is not as clear. So, with that being said, Raw is in Jacksonville. This week, we only have a couple weeks left until this showcase of the immortals. Seth Rollins, one of the biggest stars they have in WWE, needs a path. You cannot have a WrestleMania without Seth Rollins at this point. He has had so many moments, um, and he is primed for another moment. But who, what, where, when, and why is the questions I ask. And and to be quite honest, if you're going to introduce Cody Rose in any capacity, it's this week. Absolutely. It is this yeah. week. If you're going to do either a pre-mania or the Monday after Mania, if you're going to do one or the other, if you're going to introduce him at some point pre-Mania, this is the week to do it. You yeah. need to you need to give Seth Seth Rollins an opportunity to be able to kind of build a feud with Cody. You only need a week or two. You don't need anything crazy build. It could be conversationally. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. Seth Rollins right now is operating on another level. Like I just continues to just to find gears that that not many people have. So I really, really do hope that we see Cody Rhodes um, mm-hmm. or someone or something legitimately of his caliber, of Seth's caliber to appear this week because you can't have WrestleMania without Seth Rollins. Come on. Definitely not. Agree. Dude, Definitely not. Seth freaking Rollins, bro. Man. He's the man. Um, yeah. Absolutely the man. And uh, speaking of the man, his man, well, I guess his woman, um, <laughs> you know, big time Bex. I uh, hope that she gets better. I don't know too much around the injury. I know they kind of blamed it on, on Bianca Belair's hair whips, but I guess she hurt her voice box. I guess she, I think she got punched in the throat at a house show in Allentown. Um, <laughs> and, and she took a, she took a KOD. So, uh, let's hope that, you know, Becky gets back to, um, you know, to herself so she can be, you know, all primed and ready for WrestleMania. She did cut a promo like 24 hours out of the hospital, which good for you. Be- Becky's um, a beast. Uh. Becky's <laughs> a beast. Great. 
and I, and I know Nick saw her wet. I know she saw, he saw the, um, the medical gown. He was like, Oh, he's probably peeking in there. Oh, hey, hey, what's going on in there? <laughs> Where are uh, we all? It's, ne- it's never tied in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we hope big time Bex, you know, gets back to her normal self in time for a WrestleMania. Um, so NXT, mm-hmm. you know, I, the way, listen, I, I'm I'm going to be critical of it because I thought it was perfect. And then when you change what's perfect, it becomes unperfect, in my opinion. And I know that they changed everything. They wanted to go more developmental, introduce new colors, brand, theme music, superstars, the whole works. And they weren't getting the ratings that you would normally get. I mean, of course not. You don't have Adam Cole anymore. Keith Lee, Karrion Cross, Scarlett, just to name a few people. So you have been, you've panicked a little bit sometimes, in my opinion. You've introduced some main main names down to NXT to try to get some viewership. Riddle, AJ Styles, Dolph Ziggler. Mm-hmm. Now, Dolph and isn't doing anything crazy on Raw right now. So um, I get it, right? It's perfect, right? Why not? But for me personally, and I, I wholeheartedly disagree with Joey because he's a, he's a shill. Um, when it comes to anything WWE and I, I'm, it's good to be on the bright side of everything. I get it. Right. Have a good, that's good. But sometimes you gotta be real, Joey. It, you know, this is real life. This is the real world we live in. Gas is $5 a gallon. So let's understand the reality of what things are at this point. I think it's very bad for, for Dolph Ziggler to win the NXT championship. I mean, I think it was a really cool shock factor. Yes. I didn't expect it. Not at all. And oh, to be honest, I don't think anyone maybe even knew besides Probably the people in the match and the referee, because hearing the fans, seeing their faces, hearing the reaction from the commentators was shocking. Yeah. Now, if you're going for a shock moment, great. But if you're trying to build the brand or build Braun Breaker or Tommaso Ciampa, you're going to take the title off them and give it to a Raw superstar this early on in your 2.0 experiment. I, I don't agree with it one bit. Um, yeah, guys, it's I a t- wanna, tough one for me. I, wanna, I definitely want to hear from you, Nick, since you just made a comment. What what do you think about this? Do you, I mean, you don't have to agree with me. Go on your own thing. I mean, you never do. No, listen, I love I love Dolph. Uh, I mean, listen, anytime there's like cool shock value, right? You always get a little excited. But, you know, we, you, know you just hit on the whole rebranding, right? This is 2.0. The entire landscape of 2.0 is, was built solely around Braun Breaker. Yeah. And you made it last a month, two mm-hmm. months. You know, with him as champion, I don't even think it was that long as him as champion, right? I mean, wow, shock! And then you're gonna, you know, you're gonna force this guy up to the main roster. And listen, I think he can go. I think Braun Breaker is ready, um, as far as like his skill sets in the ring and all that stuff. But there's not, a, you no one's ever really seen any real character develop from him. You don't even know what what he really is or could be. And then you're just gonna throw him in the main roster and start from the bottom all over again. It just doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And if you're that concerned about ratings then you the one never should have messed with NXT in the first place or should have yeah. took it off television. Bottom yeah. line. Yep. Yeah. And, and Tom, to give you a chance to, to react to it, I mean, again, I, I know Joey's your brother-in-law. I know you love the guy. You share meals with him. You share holidays with him. I, you know, you he signed, you that he signed up for it. that two times. Yeah, <laughs> no, I know. Don't, don't remind me. <laughs> um, you know, Tommy, I'm not trying to be overly critical. I'm not trying to be like that guy to just look for for faults in NXT because there are been there have been areas of that I really do enjoy. It's just start, it's just um, been starting to get really like good. Yeah, now. like you starting to yeah. it's understanding a little the wrestlers, bit the characters, the yeah. talent that they have there. You're starting to buy in. Once you get familiar with things, you can only learn to grow on you a little bit, right? But they were exactly. starting to do some yeah. nice things, and it was cool. Because they do have talent down there. There's no question about it. 
They do. And, and you know, Tommy, I, at least in my opinion, I feel like if you wanted a big time match for Braun Breaker for WrestleMania weekend, you could have had Braun and Dolph Ziggler. I guess what they're trying to do is they're because when you had Santos take on Braun Breaker, I think there was a zero percent chance Santos was winning. Yeah. So I'm assuming that what they're doing was like, hey, listen, anyone could win anytime, any night. And I guess you can do that. But when it's your champion and you're trying to build the next big thing down there, face I of the know brand. the best way the to face do of the this, brand. So that's not that's not how you should do it. I know, Tommy, how you how you feel about that. Yeah, I mean it was definitely, I mean, <laughs> I wasn't watching it live and Joey texts us. I was like, what? What the hell is that? I had to go and I'm like, Holy. yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, wow, okay, that's definitely interesting. And you know, as we thought, like, all right, this is probably his, you know, time to throw him to the main roster and reports coming out, obviously that they're thinking about doing that. So, I mean, hey, they think he's ready. He is, but it's so stupid. I mean, you build everything around this guy, you know, the whole, you know, breaking, you know, walking to the ring, breaking the axe, you know, simplifying that NXT 1.0 was done and then you got this. Now it's like, all right, who's your next guy down there to, like, be the face? I mean, is it Grayson Waller? I don't think so. I mean, I you know, so. who, who who is it? I mean, who they got? I mean, at this point, I need to just use an NXT, like, obviously developmental, but, I mean, it's like you're throwing raw superstars down at AJ. Riddle, now you got Ziggler as obviously is the champ. So it's like it feels like there's no real plan right now. I mean, I maybe because it's WrestleMania season, they're just doing whatever. But I mean, you gotta figure something out. I mean, they'll say if it's broke, don't if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So I mean, I don't know. We'll see. Like you said, it was just starting to come around. You know, everything was starting to run smoother the last few months, but now it just seems I don't know. It's like they just all right, just do this and we'll see what happens. Unfortunately. Yeah, it's like a two-step forward, two-step back approach, which pretty much means you're going nowhere. Exactly. Um, So anyway, um, we did get a familiar face from NXT. Peter Dune debuted on SmackDown. But listen, he may be Pete Dunne to us, but he's Butch, Sheamus, and Rich Holland. Now you know how I felt about the Gunther name change. You guys, you guys know how I felt about it. I won't, I won't rehash that. I don't understand why they have to continue to do this stuff. We are not stupid. I will give a little credit the way they handled it this time. At least Seamus made acknowledgement saying, you may know him as something, but we call him something else, right? Like a nickname. Right. Okay. So it's like, a, yeah, okay. that, that helps a little bit. All right. Bit. That helped a little <laughs> bit. And I yeah. appreciate, and I appreciate McAfee, that stud that he is to at least give a little bit of like a, a backstory to it. Like, oh, you know, back in the day when they were brawling over there, you know, they know him as Butch and shit like that. Like, all right. I nice. get that. Right. Like we all have nicknames. Tom's mom doesn't call him bad news. He's, he's, <laughs> we he's do. Tom. He's yeah. Tom. So we do. So like, all right, I can get on board with that. But Maybe I don't know. Like Butch they've done though? it. I mean, they've on. done it. They've done it so much where it's almost like they're like they're doing just to piss us off at this point. Yeah, I just being a little more creative with the with the name yeah. at least. I mean, that's really what bothers me. It's like fucking Butch. Like that's something yeah. you name your dog. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> come on. Yeah, and he. You know they what can't I mean? Like, him, they can't call him the butcher because we already have one of those. So he's right, just right, right, right. Butch. But I mean, there's other things that you can do. I mean, I, I understand what you're saying, but it. You know, Tommy sent out a nice meme in the group chat too, but at the same time, it's like, would you rather be Butch at the main roster, or would you rather be Pete Dunn on the Indies? And it was, and you know, it really does put it into perspective. Pete Dunn on the Indies, the Bruiser. Yeah, well, I don't, don't think so. That's a big, a little bit different check. <laughs> yeah. 
So, I mean, I don't know, guys. Like, I know that I'm overly critical of certain things. I get it. But, like, I just, come on. Come on. Just stop with the fucking name changes and the character changes. Especially especially when, like, you know, it's one thing to not be really known in, in like, you know, in the, the lower levels of, like, your, your indie scene or your developmental area. But when you're, like, created a pretty powerful name for yourself and you've gotten good pushes to then just do a full 180 like the guy never existed before, it's, it's really hard to swallow. Dude, he's the bruiserweight. That's it. Yeah. He's the bruiserweight. Pete Don. He snaps fingers. Yep. Yeah, the, that, that shit is pretty That's funny it. and cool. He's amazing. <laughs> so, uh, but call I mean, bruiser I'm, uh, or something, you know? Bruiser. Yeah. We call, there you go. We call him the bruiser. Yeah. Pete. Butch. Don. Oh, look at that. Butch. That was so yeah. easy. Oh, we just, we just did that. Gracious. Yeah. You guys call him as Pete Don. We call him the bruiser. Yeah, Butch is like would be what would be the guy who takes who takes him to the ring and manages him in the corner. That would be that should be Butch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's other there's other way we can kind of go down that name avenue, but we'll we'll leave this little yeah. PG-ish for the rest of the yeah. show. Yeah. Um Biggie, we wish you oh. the best. We are oh, man. that was so brutal Horrible. to see you dropped oh. on your head. I know that it's hard to blame Ridge, and I'm not trying to blame anybody. I know that unfortunately this is just a circumstance of the the abuse you guys put your body it was an accident but it's yeah, terrible yeah, yeah we hope you get your your oh man and a lot of support from a lot of obviously everyone in the wrestling business everyone's you know giving love to him thank god he can move his fingers he feels strong yeah he can move everything he says thank yeah. god for that yeah. but oh biggie i one hope of the you most get better res- man respect one of the most respected men in the game man i love yeah. biggie me too me too get better soon my man yeah speed uh, recovery totally. yeah so we did have a question of the week. So before we get into the question of the week, we wanted to let, let listeners know that, listen, we love talking. We love talking wrestling. We love talking these questions. Joe Money, you have been uh, awesome giving us questions and making us think. But Ed, that goes for everybody. If anyone wants to submit a question, feel free to DM us, You know, send us a private message, whatever you want on any of the social medias, and even email us if you really want to. Um, you know, WrestleBuzzUSA at gmail.com. That's WrestleBuzzUSA at gmail.com. But Question of the week, Joe Money, thank you very much. Boys, I will paraphrase this for you guys. Joe is pretty much asking us from a reporting interview standpoint, if you can interview anybody in like the wrestling industry, minus Vince McMahon and Chris Benoit, Joe, I mean, I think that's kind of a pretty off topic for many people, but I won't say his name again, because if you say it three times, he does it you know, just like Bloody Mary. Um, so pretty much if you can interview anyone in the industry of wrestling, what would you ask them? Now, Joe, you asked for three questions, bud. My mind ain't working that way, right? That well right now. We'll, I'm we'll give spread you, those out over the next three weeks. I'll, <laughs> give you, I'll give you a question. Nick will give you one. Joe, uh, Tommy will give you one, Joe. So you'll get your three questions. Um, so I'll go first for the boys. And my question is going to be to good old JR. Mm. It's a long question, but I want him to really elaborate on it. So pretty much. JR has played such an integral part in in wrestling, period. He has spent time building WWE to what it was, what it is today. He has spent a little time, you know, in in New Japan when he was, you know, when he was a commentator for um, I think it was Wrestle Kingdom. I forget which number it was. And he's also been a part of the development of AEW. He has seen so many promotions being built up. Good old JR, my question to you would be. Being a part of at least two brands that we know in the States a little bit more, at least what I know in the States a little bit more, AWWE, can you give me a comparison of, listen, not everything was perfect in WWE. There's been good and there's some bad. And same thing with AEW. Give me a good comparison. Take me through the build of both companies and how they compare against each other to where they are at this point. Because AEW is very far advanced 
to where WWE was at that time. But again, WWE kind of paved the way for AEW to do this. So take me through that if you could. That'd be my question. Um, Tommy, mm-hmm. to you, who are you asking and what are you asking? I would ask right now, I would ask the tribal chief being that he's grew up in a Oof, basically a, a wrestling one, dynasty. Uh. Wrestling dynasty. I mean, you think of the, his uncle, his parents, his father, his cousins. I mean, like what was it like growing up in that? Just having wrestling in, from probably day one, like in his life, like how was it like growing up and everything? And just, you know, the response, like he said in his character, responsibility you know, for the family and everything, but just to see like, how it is just being in a wrestling family for you know, basically your whole life, which I think it's so cool to see. I mean, I know obviously it's not a glamorous life that we see, you know, it has been tough for some wrestlers here and there, but I mean, you think for them, it's just like unreal that dyna- that wrestling dynasty that he grew up in is just so cool. And just to see, you know, how you would answer that, I think would be very cool. I love it, Tommy. I love it. And listen, you want to know the head of the table. You want to know what he's thinking. That's a great, great question. Nick, who are you asking? And what are you asking? I, I'm tossing a turn in between between two people. Um, as we know, it's been a well documented. Uh, when Stone Cold broke his neck, mm. um, I think it was 1997. Yeah. Um, prior to the match, uh, Stone Cold has talked about this in interviews and, and stuff like that. Um, Owen Hart's decision to pile drive him the way he did. Um, Stone Cold didn't want to do it that way. Um, he was supposed to go on the knees and he decided not to. Um, I love Owen Hart. I would, um, one of the greats of all time. Um, I would love to speak with the great late, great Owen Hart and ask him what went into that decision and why did you do what you did to Stone Cold as far as the decision to go on your ass where his neck was exposed because of the impact that had on the wrestling business on Stone Cold's career. Mm -hmm. It was an era of wrestling. That was the greatest height that it's ever seen and probably will ever see how much longer could the attitude ever gone on if Austin was around. How much longer has Austin's career been around? Um, that is one question I would really like to know because it did change the course of history for a long time and cut it and cut the greatest character and career of all time short. Nick, I like well, it. Well yeah. thought out, great question and answer. We'd all love to know. Awesome, awesome job. Uh, both of you guys are coming up on that. And then Joe, really, really creative question, man. That was that was cool, man. Really appreciate that. That was a cool one. I like that. You, and, did, you um, had to uh, think a little bit on that one. Yeah. And, and that's what Joe does. That's what Joe money does. But listen, we, Joe, we always love the questions, um, but everyone sh- keep sending them. We love to kind of talk about this stuff. You know, we, we run through wrestling, we give our opinions, our, our views, but you asking a specific question allows us to kind of have a really good you know discussion. So really appreciate that question. Everybody, if you have any questions, DM us on any of the social medias um, or send us private messages or email us at wrestlebuzzusa at gmail.com. Boys, is that time to show wrap up time? M. The P. Um, I'll go first on this one to give you guys a second to think about it. I'm going to go with Eddie Kingston. I thought Eddie really surprised me. And not that I wasn't on the Eddie Kingston bandwagon. I'm not that I wasn't, but I wasn't, uh, you know, drinking the Kool-Aid per se. But I really, really appreciated the promos leading up to the match. I liked the match. I don't like the Jericho Appreciation Society. I think it's a stupid name. Um, I get, I get, I get what they're doing for, for Daniel Garcia. He's definitely going to be a good up and comer. Um, I respect it. They're trying trying to pair him up with Jericho 2.0. You know, I think they can be a credible tag team and I think it'll be a fun feud going forward, but eh, 
at Jericho yeah. Appreciation Society. Jericho, you've done better than that, pal. Come on. Exactly, you, yeah. you did the inner circle. Yeah. Um, Fucking goat. <laughs> think, think about think about it a little bit more. But Ultra Side, Eddie Kingston, you are my MVP this week. Good win on uh, on Revolution. And I look forward to the continued feud with you and uh, Santana Ortiz versus the Jericho Appreciation Society. Uh, Nick, MVP this week, we got. RK bro, RK uh, bro. That, it was an inc- incredible tag team match. It was one of the one of my favorite tag team matches I've seen in quite some time. I love the uh, you know the back and forth, the high spots were just fantastic. Um, I love everything about Riddle, and uh, it seems like Randy Orton is having a career resurgence again because he looks like he's having more fun than he's yeah, had in a very yeah, very long absolutely, time. Yeah, uh, this is my second favorite Randy Orton behind the Legend Killer, but um, I'm a big RK bro guy, and I, I look forward to see where that continues to go in the eventual uh, split. Um, where you know it's going to send Riddle to the moon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Good, good, uh, good MVP. Tom, take us home. MVP, who you got? After 19 years, he's coming back to WrestleMania, Mr. Stone Cold Steve Austin. I cannot <laughs> wait. That promo he cut on Tuesday, man, like got me so jacked up. I cannot wait. I, it's not going to be, you know, a typical match, whatever, wherever it's going to be. But just to see him in a confrontation with Kevin Owens, man, I cannot wait for that. So, Stone Cold Steve Austin, my my childhood hero, who I always wanted to be when I was 11, 12 years old, man, drinking beers and beating the shit out of people. So good, man. I cannot wait. Tommy, it is never too late. All you got to do is go to Joseph's house and look him right in the face, <laughs> give him the double birds, kick him right in the gut and hit him with a stunner. And let uh, him know. As soon as that, soon as that class hell, breaks, yeah. I'm going <laughs> to go from six six to midnight, bro. It's gonna yeah, go <laughs> so good stuff, boys. As always, love talking wrestling with you guys. Is I can't, I can't, I can't not do it. We love it. We do it. Um, social medias, we got them at WrestleBuzz on Twitter with three Z's at WrestleBuzz on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. You can find us wherever you can download podcasts. Um, please leave a five-star review on Spotify and, and uh, an Apple podcast. We really do appreciate it. Um, Nick, take us home. Be safe. Take care. Watch pro wrestling. See you next week, everybody.